Raul Jewelers is the proud sponsor of Raging Mouth, the Mike North Story, coming soon. Welcome, everyone, to a fresh episode of Mike North's Press Conference. My name is Aldo Gandia, and this show is brought to you by the good people over at Raw Jewelers in Hoffman Estates. Their uh, address and phone number will be scrolling on the bottom of your screen, and we'd love for you to go check them out. Call them at 847-765-3000 and talk to them about your gift ideas for this holiday season or if you're getting engaged or buy a present for mom or anyone in the family. Raw Jewelers has great ideas. So check them out. And their uh, their website is rahlrawjewelers.com. I think Mike North is ready to go. Let's bring him in now. Mike North, how are you, my friend? It's good to see my guy, Eldo. Eldo's just happy to be here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, and to Raul Jewelers, thank you. Raging Mouth will commence down the line, but Eldo's been through a, a sort of tough year, went through a surgery not that long ago, but he's the bounce-back kid, as I always call him. So, Eldo, I respect you. I missed you last week uh, because, uh, you know, we came off a nice little bear victory, and when they – you know, naturally, we didn't have the show when that happened, but everybody's happy to see you here on the bar room. And I want to give you credit. And Raul Jewelers, you know, Brad Gams and all them people over there. <laughs> you drive down, you, you know, Barrington Road, you can see the sparkles from miles away. So That's uh, right. <laughs> he is looking good. So we feel good. And it's a coming out party and we're happy to go. And uh, I got a brand new segment that I was devising over the last couple of weeks. Because basically, I sit in the same spot uh, 12 hours a day, look up at the TV and go, I'm not sure if this is a good movie, and I keep moving. And uh, we got a special one going called "How Dare You." We're gonna I'm gonna give you the top three uh, media uh, downers every single week because I watch nothing but TV. My nickname at Fox Sports Radio used to be Mikey TV or, or Mike TV, if you will. So we'll do a little bit of "How Dare You" a little bit later on. I think we got uh, to talk uh, Cub Manager. Uh, situation, but first and foremost, it's always about the Chicago Bears, although, and uh, you know, we'll take uh, questions from the crowd Absolutely. and from folks in a few minutes. Uh, uh, I just want to say that I want to, uh, Bajan did a heck of a job sitting in, uh, doing the job, uh, for, for the Bears. Uh, there's no kind of a quarterback competition here, both guys are fighting to gain respectability in the league. There's no doubt about it. I think Justin Field bothered by the six and 25. I'd be bothered if I played poker and I won, you know, only six games out of 25. Anybody's upset, whether you get ratings like we did uh, in the day where you actually would have critics write about them in all the newspapers and there are four of them. Now you don't know what the ratings are because there's nobody worth a damn doing the media for the most part anymore. But when you had a bad book, and I could tell you what that was like, or Eldo can too. It's a downer, man, but you got to go on and perform. So I'm hoping Justin um, 
I guess he hasn't been anointed the, the, the starter yet. Hope he comes out if he does start and does a good job. And I hope he watched some of the strong points of, 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 of Bajan. And I hope he also saw some of the weak points because I was very, very uh, not happy with the way that Bajan was being portrayed after he had four turnovers. Mm-hmm. Because if, if Fields has four turnovers, I'm barbecuing them. Now, I can only speak for myself. I mean, most of the people fondle, fawn over uh, Justin. But if he has four turnovers, Justin knows he's going to be held accountable by me. I don't give a damn what his pre-draft stats said he was going to be. When I hear Bajan had four turnovers, but he knows how to play the position, I'm going, wait, hold on. Time out. No, you can't make those turnovers. And if you stayed away from those turnovers, you might have won that game. But you were the cause of that loss, and you knew it. But I'm sick and tired of the uh, the people. You know, they're ready to throw e- each guy overboard. Neither guy is worth a damn if you know and watch franchise quarterbacks. And I'll talk about the franchise quarterbacks real quick. I don't care what you think of Justin Herbert. I'm not the biggest fan either. And I don't know how he'd perform outside of the West Coast. But I know this. If Herbert was on the Bears, we got a shot at the division. Period. Over our two guys. And we have two guys because one guy's two and two. It's not like he played one game. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this about Josh Allen. He's taking hits today. And then I look who's on his team. And maybe that's his fault for all the money he's making because Aaron Rodgers got in that problem when he was with Green Bay. No money for anybody else. Let's go. See you later. I got to make my bag. Devontae Adams. See you later. Or whoever. And I just see a a situation where if we had Josh Allen in Chicago, DJ Moore wouldn't have 50-some catches. He'd have 70-some catches. Stephon Diggs is crying. His brother's crying. Stephon Diggs isn't crying because he's not as dumb as his brother in Twitter. (laughs) Stephon Diggs has 72 catches. I mean, he's not the problem. He's not the solution, maybe. But he's got 72 catches. He was on Minnesota. He wanted to leave there. But he's got 72 catches. He wouldn't have that if he had Beige in the fields. Ask DJ Moore. I'm saying if Josh Allen has 19, I heard, has 19 touchdowns and 11 picks. He's having a bad year for him. Okay, but do you remember how bad Buffalo was before he got there? Oh, my God. They were atrocious. New England was Brady was three and thirty-five. I mean, he, he was thirty-five and three against them. And he's one fifty-seven and seventy-one in touchdowns interceptions. Not him. He's fifty-seven and twenty-nine as their quarterback. I can't name you ten players on that team. All I'm saying is, if I hear Bear fans or anybody making fun of Josh Allen, bring them to our team. I'll take them. I'll take the 70%. I'll take passes. I saw this Herbert last week. It's not his fault. I never see. The guy just throws the ball like nobody's business, puts it in tight spots. They score a ton of points. They score 38 points and lose. Bring them to Chicago. Those are franchise quarterbacks. Those are. Not a guy that we're guessing still if he holds on to the ball too long. And by the way, 
And we'll take your questions in just a few minutes. Bajan last week, no sacks, gets rid of the ball, threw for over 64, 65%, no interceptions, played a clean game. That's all we want from either quarterback. And if we get that, that's fine. But please don't start making fun of Josh Allen or Herbert because I would pack both their bags, Fields and Bajans, and drive them to the airport if they said, and if you know what? If the Bears wanted to give, if they would take our number one pick for Herbert, I'm taking them. I think I think Eldo is too. Yeah, that's not going to happen. They, he's going to demand you know a lot that. more. I get that, yeah. but but you know my analogy I'm making here. Mm-hmm. A number one for Josh Allen. Okay, we'll take Josh Allen. Good luck, Buffalo, because without mm-hmm. him, you know, I mean, he's still got 19 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's the 11's bad, no doubt. But he's still hitting seventy percent of his passes. I'll give you an example. Eldo's going, man, Mike. You give him time to do some some figures. <laughs> Cutler, sixty-one percent in eight years, one fifty-four and one hundred nine touchdowns, interceptions. And with Denver, he was seventeen and twenty as a starter. And with the Bears, fifty-one and fifty-one. Allen would be an upgrade. He'd be an upgrade for the Bears. We'd die if we got a guy like him. So I just want everybody to take it easy. And DJ Moore would love it. And so would Mooney. And I just see the Bears. Let's just win this game again this week, Aldo, because I'm seeing, I think it's a big game if Field starts again. He's got a show. And he's playing a tough team. There's no question about that. So I'll take your questions now, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we'll start with Chris oh, would Watts. Like start, would you like to start with yourself? First of all, welcome back. Well, I'll uh, uh, let's get to Chris, and then I'll uh, ask a couple of questions. Okay. Uh, Chris is asking, Mike, what does Matt Eberflus need to do to be the head coach next year? Keep winning. Fields has to, uh, you know, help him out too, you know, mm-hmm. because if we lose our butt, and I don't expect, listen, I believe if you're playing a team as good as we're playing, I don't care either guy. It's a team thing. Okay. All I'm saying is between the two quarterbacks, if we had Allen or Herbert or somebody of that ilk, Dak Prescott, okay, with Komet, DJ mm-hmm. Moore, Mooney, you know, I Montgomery I'm still upset about because I knew we didn't have a load back. And that's coming out to, and Montgomery's playing great for Detroit. And now we got guys hurt, but I think we're running for yards. We did that last week. So I think we got the skill position players on offense. Our quarterbacks have to perform. And I think that will make Eberflus look better. I think he'll be back next year anyway. I think they're talking more positive. If you look back at four weeks ago, uh, they were, they were walking the plank. And now I think, uh, you know, things have calmed down a little bit because, you know, you're winning some games. Mike, the top five rushing teams in the NFL, number one, Baltimore averages 155 yards per game. The Dolphins, 148. The Browns, 148. They're tied at second. Detroit at 139 is in fourth place. And at fifth place, 135 yards to Chicago Bears. Out of those top five teams, there's only one team that doesn't have a winning record. I was just going to say. You, I was going, I know where Aldo's going with this. I go, winner, winner, 
winner. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I, I commend the Bears for sticking to that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, uh, there's a couple running quarterbacks in that list that you gave out. But, I mean, I watched the Cleveland Browns this week. Watson looks like he's coming back, you know, mm-hmm. slowly but surely. Yeah. I watched all the games. So, um, I agree. It, that that gives you hope. Now, if you hit on some passes with some of these skill position players and you get rid of the ball, I'm going to be looking at now Justin Fields goes after, uh, uh, under somewhat of a microscope, Al, because no matter how you phrase it, he's 6-25 and 25 and Bajan's 2-2 two and two mm-hmm. with the same team. So we got to see. And once again, Detroit, uh, Detroit and some of these teams are no, no cakewalk, but uh, – We'll yeah. see what happens. Indeed. Tareem points out that the Lions and Bears both have top five run defenses. So that leads me to believe, Mike, is that it's the passing game yes. for the Chicago Bears. It's the quarterback position. And on, really on offense and defense, we can get burned uh, on the pass defense uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh any remedy that you see uh, that we can employ to hold this Detroit Lions super powerful offense uh, on Sunday in Detroit? Because they put up, what, 38 points, 41 points against the Chargers mm-hmm. and have scored 38 the previous uh, couple of weeks. What do you think about this Lions defense? How would you stop them? Well, I think the first thing is that um, when you have a quarterback like Goff, okay, He's, he's mm-hmm. an MVP candidate, folks. I don't know if yeah. you know what kind of year he's had, and he was pronounced dead on arrival. That's why mm-hmm. year-to-year quarterbacks change. Look at Mayfield. Now everybody's looking at Mayfield like, wow, you know, he's playing good football. But they got Jared Goff, and there's the difference between the Lions and the Bears. And the Lions have a better running game right now. They just have a better team. They have a better mm-hmm. coach. And they have a better defensive scheme. They have a better offensive coordinator, although I do like Getsy. I see... The coaches um, with a little more hope in their eyes. They're not like beaten down like they were a month ago. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But but there's no doubt. I mean, this could be uh, I, I, maybe people are expecting a high scoring game. I'm not. I, this could be one of those games where, you know, unless golf goes off. And, 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 and I didn't mean to make it rhyme, but I never thought I'd say it. But, you know, he was in a Super Bowl. I think he's been a huge pickup. Uh, the the all OCs being rumored to be leaving Ben Ben Johnson, I think, at the end of the year as a coach. I know he was rumored to be a Bear coach a month ago when everybody was saying that Eberflus was going to be gone. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, a lot of football left. Uh, uh, Detroit should win this game comfortably. Uh, and, and, you know, the Bears' defense has improved. Uh, and you can improve as we've seen with Denver. Denver looks completely different than the team that gave up 70 points a month and a half ago mm-hmm. against one team. John Falsetta says that Bajent is a game manager and Justin Fields is a bust. You know, we've had a lot of game managers as quarterbacks with the Chicago yeah. Bears organization. Probably the most famous was Kyle Orton, you know, or recent memory, I should say. Um, do you think that if the Bears were forced to go with Bajan the rest of the season, they would win more games under him than they are, than they would with Justin Fields? There's a good shot. I can't say they wouldn't because he's already won two out of four. And Fields has won six out of 31. So I call, and I know Aldo goes, I wonder how he'll get him in. 
I wonder how he'll get this guy in the <laughs> We had a great quarterback, the ball king of the ball control quarterbacks. It could also be flamboyant and throw for six touchdowns a game. But here's what I call Bajan. I call him the game he had last week, uh-huh. Little Mitch. Little Mitch. <laughs> 21 for 29, clean. The difference between Bajan was no touchdowns, no interceptions. Mitchell had two touchdowns and one interception. Mm-hmm. Okay, something like that. But same type of stats, little Mitch. That's who mm-hmm. he is. So, and Bear fans don't mind little Mitch. They used to mind big Mitch, even if we won. But all of a sudden, because we win, little Mitch is okay. All of a sudden, oh, little Mitch. He had four turnovers, but hey, he's got he's got potential. All of a sudden, little Mitch is okay. Big Mitch wasn't. Justin mm-hmm. Fields is going to have a microscope on him, period, end of story. And there's no getting away from it because somebody once told me. Now, I said Cutler wouldn't be a bear quarter, but he was 17 and 20 with Denver. Elto's going, Jesus. 17 and 20, and we couldn't wait to go after him. Mm-hmm. And Denver goes, go. Go. <laughs> you get that kind of deal, go. And they mm-hmm. went and they, Denver's okay. They, they, they survived. They didn't leave the league. Okay. Uh, I think it matters how you do. And that's the knock on Herbert. They lose the games that, that he's so good at. Maybe if you threw shorter passes, maybe if you ate the ball up a little bit more, maybe if you use clock more. That's another thing that the defense looked better at with Bajan because there was some time of possession. And there mm-hmm. weren't any turnovers on a short field. So, you know, I'm not going to say Fields is a bust yet, but Mitch was considered a bust in Chicago, and he had a winning record and went to the playoffs. So if we're going by that criteria, you're right. He is a bust right now. No doubt, because we traded up for him just like Mitch. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Laz says, the more I thought about Bill Belichick, the current – Patriots head coach as the new Bears head coach, the more I think it will work with an offensive coordinator like Pep Hamilton. The question, uh, Mike, is probably because there's all sorts of uh, stories out of New England that this could be Bill Belichick's last year because he's on a losing streak. The team is not doing well. It seems like the New England uh, fans want him out. Yeah, of course, you- after six, get out of here, you bastard. What'd you ever do for us? <laughs> Just, you're, on record. <laughs> you're on record you're on record saying wife, like 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 young like frankenstein you know when they were chasing <laughs> up the street. this guy brought you all these i don't care if brady was there they won yeah that's right I'll tell you're you, on record as saying uh jim harbaugh or Deion sanders would you add bill belichick to that list of candidates if he were available no but i i think he'd go to san diego i mean la and they could be without a coach. He wants mm-hmm. a ready-made team. That's what you want him for. You want attention brought to your franchise. I don't care. I watched the San Diego, uh, the LA. Look, I'm going to call it San Diego for the rest of my life, so I can give two games. <laughs> San Diego's coach, yeah. okay, is not as good as Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. And Bill just doesn't have the material anymore. That's what happens when you don't get those draft picks every single year. And you play with average talent anyway, but you have the greatest quarterback who ever lived. It's simple. Now you don't have that guy, and you're not the guy that won. See, everybody <laughs> credit everybody credits Lombardi because he was the credit. Right. He took that team from Green Bay 
that couldn't win a game and then won championships with the same group. Mm-hmm. This guy had Tom Brady lost him and Brady won the Super Bowl the next year. That's the end of that discussion. I mean, yeah. but yeah, I mean, Belichick is going to coach somewhere next year. I don't know if it's going to be with New England. I I think, you know, maybe it's time for an infusion, but that's up to crap. And if they didn't get rid of Bill Belichick, I wouldn't blame them either. I mean, you still got to have a little bit of loyalty. I've never been two and seven. Yes, I know that. You know why? Because of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, period. There you go. Mike, uh, Ken P wants to know if the Bears are going to move on and select a new quarterback in the draft next year, which quarterback would are you do you have a preference for? <laughs> I don't want any quarterback. I want Marvin Harrison, man. Screw Ooh. it. Screw it. Now you got DJ and Marvin. You're mm-hmm. bringing a veteran quarterback. Free agent. I don't care who it is that knows what he's doing along with agent. And, and if you have field, you have field. You pick up the option. I don't know. But you, Marvin Harrison is a 13 to 1 odds now. Mm-hmm. The last I checked to win the Heisman. That's pretty good for a receiver. Because it's really yeah. important that thing. So I'd like to see Marvin Harrison. I'm done with the quarterback thing. I really am. I'm sick of it. And I know what Eldo said about game managers. Mitch was more than that, but I know what he's talking about. We had Steve Walsh. We've right. had Kane Matthews. We've had Kyle. I love Kyle. Uh, Kyle mm-hmm. Orton. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Jay Sanders refers to Marvin Harrison as Marvin Moss, <laughs> like Randy Moss. Yeah. That's good. I'm telling you. <laughs> If you're the Bears, just take that kid, then you're set there. I mean, outside of injury, we thought we were set to running back to Gale Sayers for 10 years. He went down in a heap after six. But Marvin mm-hmm. Harrison absolutely is the guy I'd go after, no question about it. What about since the Bears have two first-round draft picks, would you be happy with a Marvin Harrison and Shadur Sanders, the quarterback from Colorado? I like him. Yeah, I know you do. He'd take a cut and pay. Uh, <laughs> wow maybe he'd bring his father I, mean, I gotta read look at I, I i hear jay billis i remember me and you talking about this <laughs> and stan Everett, these guys all crying about how all these athletes should be paid i see J- sanders rolls royce in the parking lot booted while mm-hmm. his linemen are getting free subs at jersey mike's how is that fair how is that fair oh it's all gonna be equal and all this bull crap no, you're just taking the cheating. Blue chips could never be shot today. That yeah. movie could never be shot because Happy right. would be out there going, here's what we're giving you. Mm-hmm. So I like Sanders. I wouldn't mind that either. I mean, but I don't know if that's – well, I'll tell you, you bring him in, though. I love him. Aldo knows that. His, his father's had some difficulty lately in-game coaching. I'm a yes, little concerned about that. So I'll admit to the fact – that maybe Harbaugh might be the answer now, especially since the, I guess if you can't beat somebody now, you just figure out a way to get rid of them. And more than yeah. politics, sports, and what have you, let's get rid of Harbaugh. Yeah, they're spying. Man, people have been spying and all that stuff. For, forget about it. George Hallis thought me and my buddies were spies. We snuck into Wrigley Field one time and we're in eighth grade. Hey, <laughs> what? You know, the owner... Had secu- burned security, chased mm-hmm. us off the uh, out of the stadium after we snuck in. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. All right, more questions are coming in here. Uh, 
Chris and a number of other people in the chat room want to know your thoughts on the new defensive end, Montez Sweat. He has played now two games for the Bears. Your thoughts on that acquisition and the player? I love it. Uh, they double team him the whole game. You're going to have to get him, get somebody on the other side. This is what I'm talking about with when it comes to just we need more than a quarterback. We can't be how Detroit used to be, quarterbacks and receivers. But Marvin Harrison is the only receiver I would even look at right now because uh, mm -hmm. he's like a Lynn Swan type of guy, you know. He can mm -hmm. make a difference. He's he's Willie Gall, Tom Waddle. You know, he's got hands. He's got the, the whole thing, and he's got good lineage. Uh, what was the question? Um, it was uh, Montez Sweat, your, your overall yeah, Montez, Eight hurries. Mm -hmm. uh, five. Uh, he had not eight hurries. He had, like, uh, five hurries and three hits. Yeah. No sacks, no right. tackles. But... Mm -hmm. You can't, you got to get somebody else there to help him. He took on two people, maybe sometimes three all game long. I'm happy with him. I thought he put appropriate pressure on him. Uh, and he's still learning the system, but I guess his system is just go get the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Keon Coleman is a huge wide receiver out of Florida State. Six foot four. Yeah. He's considered the second best wide receiver in this draft. So if the Bears miss out on Marvin Harrison, what are your thoughts on Keon Coleman? Uh, PZ wants to know. Man, why would you miss out on Marvin Harrison, man? Mm -hmm. I think he's a special talent. And Keon Coleman, God bless him. In Florida State, we know what they're doing, you know. Um, and he's one of the reasons, but do you want to be the guy to pass on Marvin Harrison and pick the other guy and thinking that's going to be it? And then you see Harrison, maybe in your own division, who knows, kicking your ass. Uh, I would go with the, the ready-made pick Marvin Harrison. Yep. All right. Uh, we got a few more in here, and then we're going to talk a little Chicago Cubs. Yes, sir. Tareen wants to know your, know your thoughts on Josh Dubbs the new Minnesota Vikings uh, quarterback, and the return of Kyler Murray. Both of those quarterbacks had excellent debuts, and Dobbs has put two good games together. Oh, Dobbs has been great for Minnesota. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a nice guy. I hear he's a great team player. Bounced around a little bit. I mean, I like him. I mean, that's nobody expected what he did. I know what he did the first week and stuff. And Kyler Murray makes him a better football team. You just got to hope that they, that he stays healthy. I mean, but I, I'm happy for both the guys. Josh Dobbs is the one guy, though, that if I was walking an alley and he came out of a gangway and looked at me, I'd have a goddamn heart attack. I don't think the guy has eyebrows. Watch out for – does he have – he has no eyebrows. The first thing he come out, I go, you have no eyebrows. He'd go, that's right. <laughs> no, I like yeah. them. I like them both. Yeah, he's a real smart guy, too. He's yeah, kind of like that. Uh, well, you, you played pickup football and read him. Yeah. Read him. Um, does it irritate you, Mike, that, you know, a guy like Josh Dobbs, like you said, he's bounced around a couple of teams, and then he shows up to Minnesota in the middle of the week. He starts to learn the players' names because he's never met them. And in the sideline, he's going over the snap cadence with players and then he goes out and plays a tremendous game and wins and with the bears we we just never get that lucky with the quarterback no well we get rid of the ones that are good let's don't get me started i've had enough <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but i'll tell you this first of all i like what he's done but i can't get off the t uh, the shirt you're wearing Eldo. so let's uh, sit up a little bit so i can take oh my heroes my hero are you yeah. kidding me Bogey. Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? What an actor. Um, No, I mean, all in all, I hate Nagy. I can't help it. I hate Nagy. And by the way, some of Pace's picks have come through. Mm -hmm. Was Kokomet a bad pick? I don't think so, cuz. I mean, he's one of the top quarter uh, tight ends in the business now, and he's only going to get uh, better. Uh, Some of the linemen, I mean, you know, I just, I, I, I'm hoping that things can stabilize, but as long as we don't have a franchise quarterback and nobody's going to tell me either guy is a franchise quarterback, we're going to talk about what Aldo was talking about. See, there you go. if we pick up Allen or one of those guys right now, if they said, if somebody said, you could have our guy, we, we feel bad for you. What's up with you? For one year, you could have our guy. We're winning the division. Maybe <laughs> we have uh, uh, Dak Prescott one one year. Just give us what's it like? What's it like? We get a good quarterback. The coach goes, I don't want to meet with you. We get another quarterback. Coach says, we really love you. And then abandon ship. I don't get it. We do everything ass backwards, man. So hopefully that's why Bajan was at least some good news. I mean, I was anxious to watch the game just to see how, how a deal would with him would go. And here's my, my take on it. Justin Fields played with better athletes in college than he mm-hmm. does with the pros. And Bajan's the other way around. He's going, that pass I threw that's behind you, that used to be right in the, the receiver's gut when we played Division Two. He's playing with players that are he never dreamt he would play with that were that are so much better than the ones he played in Division Two. So both guys for opposite reasons, have had to adjust uh, to the talent they played with. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. God, that was good. That was. That was excellent. Yeah. Uh, Tareen wants to know if you've already looked at or charted the uh, Chiefs versus Eagles game, probably the game of the week next week. I believe that's on Monday night. Uh, do you no, have a – I got, I got something for how dare you, which is the okay. Latter-day Now Jag bag, which we're break, breaking bread with here today. I'm pissed. <laughs> I hear you. All right. One more question about the Bears, then we'll talk yeah. to uh, uh talk we'll about talk the Cubs and then move into the new feature. Yeah. Um Detroit versus everybody. That's what our resident Lions fan is always posting here. What are your thoughts about the Detroit Lions? Clearly, they're the class of the division, or are they with the Vikings not getting hot? Do you foresee that the Lions are gonna hold on and win the NFC North title? And how good is this team going to be in the years to come? Man, they're going to be great. And Don, it's great to see you. And I know what you now know what I went through in the '80s. Just win, 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 win. Me and Eldo, we saw it win. That's and right. then the Bears said, "We don't like that anymore." Everybody's fighting, and that was it. Anyway, that being said, uh, I love the Lions because, uh, for for instance, let's say the Lions just keep winning. Golf is thirty to one for MVP. You should buy mm-hmm. that right now, folks. You should mm-hmm. buy him right now because he's that good. And nobody talks about him. Yeah, that's true. Nobody. And uh, I think Detroit's got a running game now. You've got better people in the front office. I love Chris Spielman being up there. Campbell is just a go-get-him coach. Reminds me of Ditka back in the day. So uh, I don't know what you want me to say, man. Finally, I mean, you know, a little cocky. I mean, even once it's like uh, – I had a, my dad had a, a 56 Studebaker. That's the last time you won anything. So just keep yourself in check. All right. 
I saw that you posted uh, a comment about David Montgomery and him yeah. with being with the Detroit Lions. Uh, <laughs> and he's fast too. Man. Yeah, he's got he's got some wheels. He's I, got I don't some know wheels. what happened there. I don't know. And Rokon Smith. Oh my God. Yeah. And 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 he knows what he's saying. I mean, the great Allen Robinson was one of the people, and I say great. I didn't want him at the beginning, who caught a hundred balls from Mitch two years in a row. And then mm -hmm. we brought in a new guy one we, we had caught 36. Now you got DJ Moore, who was like lights out, and he's going to catch less passes. So Rokon Smith says the other day, God, am I glad I'm playing for Baltimore. My career was going down the drain over mm -hmm. there. That's the worst thing free agents can read. Seriously. Yeah. So hopefully things will get turned around. I hear you. All right. Uh, the Cubs announced a new manager. They unexpectedly fired David Ross and then hired uh, the guy who was with the Brewers Council. What's his first name is Greg Council, I believe? Yes. Yeah. I call him Casey. Casey. Casey Council. Your I thoughts on that? Him. Well, I talked to my buddy Jesse Rogers from ESPN yesterday. Mm -hmm. And Jesse goes, it was a complete shock to everybody. And he goes, you know what's even better and he paid me the ultimate compliment you never thought it would happen because Jesse <laughs> knows I used to call this stuff out whether it's about players or anything else and nobody knew I think Craig Conch was full of crap it was all about the bag okay and I don't believe he's three four times better than David Ross was I'm here to defend David Ross's job that he did with the Cubs. And I heard Jed Hoyer yesterday, and Bruce Levine brought it up, that Jed Hoyer sort of like alluded mm -hmm. that there were wins left on the table. Well, that's your fault too. Roman got hurt. We couldn't replace him. What do you want? What was he supposed to do? Who signed Tyon? Who signed that, that guy? Mm -hmm. You did. So wait a minute. If we're going to go by games left on the field, there were situations. I mean, Dabney Swanson, what did he hit his last month? He didn't even hit his weight. That's not the manager's fault. Our right fielder catches that fly ball. Arizona doesn't even go. That's not our manager's fault. I had the total over. I had Texas called that one. Made nothing but money on these two teams. Didn't think I thought I was going to finish even. I had the Cubs over 77. Carmen DeFalco and I talked about it on the Odds Couple. Oh, what a show. AM 1000 on Friday. Uh, podcast out and then on Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, the morning line, right there. Nice. And uh, I mean, I, I, I just I just said, Carm, you know, we, we, we ran out of gas. You know, that's what happened. They had to climb from the depths. Carm thought I was dead with the 77. And we go over that. They played above 500 baseball, 43 and 31 or something in the second half. So, well, of course, I was surprised. As a guy that has seen managers come and go, everybody was surprised and not everybody's happy. And I don't know what was said. I don't know if Council went back. And said, will you match it? They hired his bench coach today. Hmm. I don't even know what his name is. Maybe you could look it up, Al. I forgot sure. it. And can do that. Yeah, Milwaukee just hired. And, and now, will Milwaukee win 
more games than the Cubs? Will they get into the playoffs? Or will the Cubs, because of Casey Consul, end up getting the job done? But you got to win the World Series for this kind of money. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I thought, and then Hampton hit. I know that Ross made some mistakes, probably, but all managers do. And then we hire the guy that got beat by Arizona in two games with a better team. He had the better team. He does all the time. Yep. And and then his pitching matchups have been questioned. I mean, we don't watch Milwaukee baseball, but I don't see everybody excited about this. I see Jed Hoyer in a bromance with this guy. That's what I see. And I like Jed. Jed kept what I wanted here. Half. Didn't keep Contreras, made the right call with uh with Jan Gomes. Made the right call. Then he went after it last year with Bellinger and these other guys. Now, Mr. Ciorti says he'll take the team to the next level. The next level, he said he wanted a different goal. You didn't achieve the first goal. You didn't achieve the, the World Series in Milwaukee. And people say, well, what did Madden do? before he came to the Cubs. He went to the World Series with Tampa. People don't even know it. Cub fans, they're the greatest. They sell the Cubs. No, you got, there's other things. So I hope he wins, but man, he's going to be scrutinized and deservedly so. I mean, you just had the guy in Texas who's 73 years old win the World Series, belches, and he doesn't care about analytics. He goes by the gut. Mm-hmm. And he's getting more less money than Craig Consul is. And Craig Consul played in the Central Division. So you win Central Division titles. That's like me being valedictorian of my summer school class. Yeah, I was smart in July. I mean, you know, regular <laughs> season, regular season hero. That's what he is right now. Now, if they win it, fine. But it's where's who's the next Strowman to help out? What mm-hmm. happens if Bellinger's gone? Huh? I've been hearing Otani, Otani. He's having the second Tommy John surgery, so he's not going to pitch. Right. Here's my take. Why isn't everybody crying for Bellinger to be signed more than Otani? Bellinger came through, man. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? If that was part of the deal, maybe Bellinger said something, you know, this Ross, you know, I don't know. We don't know. But did he? Look, when I've been through contracts, big contracts, and I went back to my boss when I got offers and I said, this is what they offered me. And my boss went, no, they didn't. I go, yes, they did. And then he checked down. He goes, yeah, they did. I go, yes, they did. <laughs> Danny Lee, the great one. He goes, okay. He got it. <laughs> I went back to the guy that started me every single time. And I went through three of them. I gave that courtesy. And I don't know if that happened with Consul. They said you know, Stearns, the GM, inherited him. Yeah, in 2015. That's seven years ago. Apparently, they, they got along okay. And then we're for people that don't, well, he didn't have the everyday players. And what, Christian Yelich? Kane? I can name some of those players, but you had the best pitching and you couldn't get it done. So we'll see what happens. But I was, I think Ross, and then the guy flies out to his house. That's like me going, Eldo, put some steaks on the grill. I'm going to come over and tell you I don't want to work with you anymore. 
Christmas time on Ross at home? Honey, Jeb's coming. Yeah, he's flying here. Oh, that's awesome. There's no doubt there's going to be an extension of works and just right around Christmas time. This is going to be the greatest Thanksgiving and ever. Yeah, I'll be at your house in a little bit, buddy. I can't wait to see you. I'm looking forward to it. And then he comes in and he goes, it's not going to work out. You left some on the field, you know. And then Ross said he was blindsided. Believe me when I tell you this. I don't care if it's Aldo, if it's me, if it's the Pope. I don't care who it is. Somebody says, I'm coming to your house. You put the steaks on the grill and then he comes over and says, you're fired. There's a table being tipped over. At least. <laughs> My God. Oh. <laughs> he said, out of respect. Don't respect me like that anymore. Call me. <laughs> the wife dusted. The wife dusted. God. Hey, I fired your ass, huh? What are we having with the sides? What are the sides? What? Oh, my God. I'd go, I'd go sugar on them. I'd have that big... Man. That's well, hilarious. Eldo? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, Eldo? Yeah, Mike. Listen, I got something really I want to tell you. Yeah. I, or, or, or no, oh, even anybody. I got, yeah. Can you... I, I don't want to work with you anymore, but okay, have some potato salad. What the hell is that? <laughs> the wife's dusting. You know, here comes Jeff. Here comes Jeff. Wow. All right. That's, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, it's just another interesting chapter in that long, long book called Chicago Cubs History. And we'll see how this all turns out. All right. We'll be on top of it here with the Mike North Presser. All right, Mike, let's get to your new feature. What are you calling this thing again? It. No, listen. It's, oh, I'll take it to you. Really, <laughs> really, hang, really hung in your ear there. How dare you? How yeah, dare you? you? How dare you? It's gone. And how <laughs> dare you? And maybe, maybe we'll have a, Oh, by the way, the bookie priest next week is going to make an appearance here. Ooh, He's nice. going to listen to your confessions. So you have to confess something that you said that never turned out in sports. Ooh, will, I read, love that. Eldo will read the confessions. Yeah, I'm going to put a screen up right here. Like, like, I, <laughs> like I could do it. And I'd be like this. You know, with, with, I a, love with it. a battle of booths. Like this. <laughs> <with> some guy. <laughs> I get into a thought, Father. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to do that. So anyway, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. We got to get something that says, how dare you, a sound effect after each one. Okay. Aldo's going, don't I? I just went through surgery. What are you, no. What are you, all right. what are you doing? To all my guys, I believe it's the podcast. This is number three uh -huh. at Chicago Sports. Okay? okay. They do a good podcast. You got, and great guys. You got. Greg Braggs, a bear mm -hmm. barroom guy. Absolutely. Uh, Adam Johns. Mm -hmm. I think he's the one. I get him and Hogue uh, confused. And Mark Carmen, my buddy. They've had more quarterbacks than Liz Taylor had husbands over the past four years. Enough <laughs> of Darren, enough of May, enough of Caleb Williams, the Fields, uh, Mitch, uh, Cutler, enough. With these guys, every time somebody throws a completion, what do you think about him? How dare you? Enough. Yeah. <laughs> They've had more damn husbands. I mean, seriously, quarterbacks and Liz Taylor had husbands. Mickey Rooney had wives at eight. 
<laughs> one after the other. Well, get rid of Fields now. Get rid of Bajit now. How dare you? All right. oh, that's hilarious. Number, number two. I went all one and one this week in odds couple. My one loss was the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. getting three. They lost by four. And in that game, if you saw it, and most people have now, whether it's on Twitter, social media, Northern, we're checking out. It's hilarious. And there was a backward pass. There was a lateral mm-hmm. that Green Bay picked up yeah. and ran into the end zone. And it could be seen at every angle. It was backward. And then Gene Sterator comes on. Because <laughs> I guess you have to have a ref, an ex-ref up there. You know, and he goes, oh, didn't you didn't have good uh, view there. Uh, and Charles Davis, thank you. I know you. I love you, Charles. You know, I love love you from the Fox Sports radio days. I vehemently disagree with you. And I'm with Charles. Nice. That was a backward pass. And then there was a black extra point. So we lose by four. But to Gene's territory, number two. How dare you? Okay. And last but not least. Okay, we got one more. It's called How Dare You There's Three. Okay. <laughs> okay. What what's what are we at? The 45 minute mark? How long we've we been on? <laughs> 45 minutes and 25 seconds. I knew that was over. Okay, real quick. <laughs> I'm here in Iowa hate. Iowa hate. And who do I hear it from? Thank God they have a TV show on in the morning. On Bisson, Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss. They laughed at Iowa because the over-unders are 27, 28. They won 22 to nothing. I don't care. They're 9 and 2, 10 and 1, whatever the record is. They said, good luck in the outback, Bo. I heard Paulie say it. it was hurtful. Here's what I'd say. They have the number 7-8 defense in football. Just, a, just behind Notre Dame, who beats your Southern Cal team by... 48 to 20. So here's my dream. If Iowa plays Southern Cal in the Outback Bowl or any bowl, we got a bet. And if I lose with Iowa, I'll fly to Vegas and do your show. Yes, getting on a plane for me is a lot of effort. I don't want to go. <laughs> but if USC loses, we'll order a deep dish. You got to fly to Chicago and we'll eat it. At the end of Montrose Pier in December. Okay. <laughs> so to my guys, I love you. How dare you? There we go. I think that was good. I, I think it did too. It's hilarious. I'll tell you. I love it. That's our new regular feature. That's our new one every week. Because I watch so much TV. I listen to this stuff and I go, come on, man. <laughs> Iowa 16, USC 3. <laughs> Duke says that Iowa is an automatic bet it for is. him. That all the time. It was like 28 and they won 22 to nothing. God bless them. <laughs> This was Mike, fun. before we go, why don't you tell us a little bit more about our good friends at Raw Jewelers and Hoffman Estates. If you decide to go on the highway, you see the lights. It's like a stadium, you know. <laughs> and if you're driving down like Barrington Road, you know, you need to put sunglasses on. I don't care if it's 10 at night because it sparkles from miles away. The jewelry. I have an order for him. I know he's going to be happy. 
Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I have an order from him. I haven't told him yet, and you know, I'm trying. You know, just trying to make him happy. You know how it is. He's a great sponsor. We love him. Oh yeah. And Raging Mouth. Once we get started again after the football season, because mm-hmm. I think that's when Aldo's still recovering. And you know what? That's just the way it goes. But we have the first two episodes up there right now, sponsored right. by Wild Jewelers. But believe me when I tell you this, Brad, you're not getting out of this money. That's it. Aldo's coming back. Even if I have to prop him in the chair and say, just speak. We're doing it. Do what you got to do. So I want to thank everybody. Uh, Aldo, great job, buddy. Thank you. I uh, really love doing the show with you. Lots of great laughs. We'll be back next week. We'll let you know what day, what time. All you got to do is follow us here on the Marrow Network on your YouTube channel. What is that, Mike? That's a very uh, My grandmother had him hanging. My grandmother had him hanging. <laughs> this is my bear shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is really a nice fit on you. That's a great look. <laughs> All right, You're buddy. the best. Take care, brother. <laughs> We'll be